I've invited you here to discuss something that's very important. Welcome back to Godzilla vs. Podcast Zero. I'm George. I'm Haley. And uh, hey, guys, we missed you. We missed you the past two weeks. Yeah. We took we took a little break because I, I went home to Denver for a little bit, and George went to Bulgaria. That's right. I went to Bulgaria. I went yeah. home to Bulgaria. I went home to, <laughs> he was summoned home. Man, I it is embarrassing the number of countries I've been to where I couldn't even point to where it was on a map before I went there. <laughs> And and still maybe. Uh. Well, you know, the funny thing is, ask a Bulgarian where the U.S. is. They they won't point to it either. They don't care. They don't uh, care. They're like, we did know, and we decided not to care anymore. So uh, Bulgaria is like one of those sleeper cities where cities? you don't. Or I'm sorry, country. <laughs> well, see, there's part of your problem right there. Yeah, oh, by the way, guys, our guest, uh, our guest is a great comedian, good friend of ours, Royce Shockley. Hey, Royce. everybody! Yes, Welcome to the show. So happy to have you. Uh, yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, have you yeah. been to Bulgaria, Royce? I have not. Okay. Okay. I haven't uh, either. Yeah. I do have a general idea of where it is. Okay. That's could, good. Yeah. Yeah. I know where it is. I know it's not a city. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, guys. You know what? Okay. <laughs> 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 Pipe down there, Godzilla. There we go. I'm that's tired a, that's of everyone. Threat. Yeah. Tag teaming. Tag team. Poor, poor old George. Uh, <laughs> poor old George. <laughs> Sophia is the city I went to, which is the main. The, 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 the main capital, city, right? The capital. Yeah. yeah. The capital of Bulgaria. Yeah. Uh, beautiful country. Be- uh, very nice people. Yeah. The, o- the older generation um, don't speak much English, and the the younger generation do. Um, they speak Bulgarian? Is yes. that. Okay. Bulgarian, yeah. And it's a Cyrillic al- alphabet set. Oh, it is. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And it's, uh, uh, it's just a beautiful city. Sophia is a beautiful I've heard, city. I've heard it's a beautiful city. Yeah. I've seen like yeah. old school Eastern Europe, you could just really you just see all the history, yeah, right. and I've everything. Heard, and they were were they part of the the Eastern Bloc? Were they part of the USSR, or were they there yes. always their own? No, okay. they were part of that. They they have a lot of history. So, and as you walk around in the city, history you see, for miles. Yeah, there really is uh, kilometers <laughs> even. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is such a beautiful um, uh, country, and uh, the people are so nice. But everywhere you walk around, you see. Um, footprints of every different imperialist or col- colonialist uh, who went through Bulgaria. So you see Austrian buildings, you see uh, French buildings. Oh, it's mm. such a cr- like Hungary is the, yeah. the, like what I hear is similar because they just they kept getting conquered by a new group every <laughs> right. every week. Because if you're in that area. That's a super geopolitically strategic area. Yeah, everybody crossing through there, right? Trying to take it. Yeah. And it's a very, very old country. So, and and I guess yogurt came from uh, Bulgaria. Ooh. Really? Yeah, Bulgarians are really proud of their yogurt. And you know what? They, they should be. They started yogurt. It's delicious. Yeah. There's even the the. Um, so I met this kid out there, Pavlen. Uh, he's Excellent. Twenty twenty one years old. I shouldn't call him a kid, but uh, he looks so young. I thought he was he was fifteen. Because okay. I <laughs> I put up on Facebook and I'm like, hey guys, I'm in uh, Bulgaria. Uh, Want to do a meet up and grab a drink? See who shows yeah. up. Yeah. I did that in in Hungary, and I was expecting zero to one people to show up, and like ten people showed up. That's awesome. <laughs> huh. yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, it was amazing. So three people kind of said that they were going to, but he he followed through, and we met up. And this kid is so well connected. Everywhere, oh, man, most popular in Bulgaria. It really is. I swear to God, <laughs> we're walking around. He's the BMOC, like the big man on <laughs> campus. Yeah, he's he's like he's like, oh hey Carl, oh hey Bruce, 
oh hey Mari, uh, Maria, like you know, just like going to the left. Everybody, he knows Sophia. everybody. I swear like to God, mayor. like big man around town. He really was. Like in in thirty minutes of walking around the streets, he recognized like twelve people. Wow. It was crazy how how well That's connected. Me. I mean, I say hi to people like that too, but I don't know their names. I'm just saying it to strangers. Hey, Carl. Yeah. Hey, hey Terry. Hey, and. You know, every it, now and then you'll get it every right. Every now and then I get it right. The person does a vague wave back. Mm-hmm. It could be to the person behind me. It we don't be. know. We yeah. nobody really knows. But. Well, this kid he makes an effort, and I and he, and he's like, yeah, you know, I just really try to remember their names and uh, you know details and try to be polite. That's nice. He's a really nice guy. Really nice guy. Liked it a lot. Had a good time. Good food. Good people. Bad toilets. Uh, that's bad about toilets. It. Well, the toilets are the square. To- they're what? Square. Oh, square yeah. toilets? Like a Minecraft toilet? Uh, yeah, like a Minecraft toilet. I don't know why, hmm. but there was a lot of... Uh, they had normal toilets, too, okay. but, but I saw a lot of square toilets. And I'll tell you what. It makes surfing Instagram and checking Pokemon Go and Facebook way less fun because your legs go numb. I was going to say, because it's digging in, digging <laughs> it into really, the well, thighs. Yeah. Well, you know what? That Lego could be toilet. healthy, though, because they're wanting you to not spend 20, 30 minutes there on the throne. You're supposed to do that, right? Right. You know, they would, you know which that basically, is- get in, do what you got to do, get out. And get That's out. That's right, yeah. This bathroom is, these bathrooms, the bathrooms in Bulgaria are one-purpose bathrooms. That's Maybe right. two. Maybe two. Usually not three. Two. Well, but do they have bidets? Uh, no, I didn't see any bidets anywhere, which I like. Bidets are so I just wash my ass in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like they a do normal have, person. They do have a wash stick for your ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Haley, how's your trip home? It was good. It was my dad's seventieth birthday. Wow! Uh-huh. Wow! 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 Uh, oh, oh, thank you, thank you, audience. Thank you. It was a delightful time nice dinner i saw my niece my niece who loves godzilla she has watched she's almost four and she has now watched king of the monsters the new one and she loved it and she's now she's evolving into being very into mothra so we rescued a caterpillar at one point and she was like it's mothra and i was like you are correct child (laughs) so it was very it was very fun like a madame you said that you said you are correct child (laughs) they are raising you well (laughs) and uh uh uh, very cool. I'm glad uh, it sounded like a really nice trip home. It was really nice. It was great. I got, you know, it's it's always nice. I'm from Denver. It's not too far of a flight from L.A. Oh, it's good, good living. And uh, Royce, uh, before we get too ahead of ourselves, yeah. I want to know, I want to know, like, what first got you into Godzilla? How long have you been watching? What's your, you know, your favorite movies? Uh, the first, what when I first got into it, it this was me being uh, just a kid in Jersey at... At home during the day, especially when like weekends or okay. summer, like one during the summer when once the cartoons were off and it would just be like Saturday afternoon, pl- and it would be like kung fu movies or yeah. Godzilla movies. Yeah, and that's Absolutely. that's how I discovered Godzilla, and especially watching a lot of the the old up uh, the Toho movies and just old, some of the stop motion stuff. Yeah, like, and it was it was always so cool because it was like oh okay monsters, big monsters. Okay, they're they're blowing shit up. All right, I'm into this. Yeah. And that's pretty much, <laughs> that's what started it. You can tell a real Godzilla fan because that's exactly how they describe Godzilla. It's like, yeah, yeah. he's just a, a big monster. He blows things up and he's uh, real cool. Yeah, and they're oh. like, there we go. That's perfect. Then. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, you're a fan. Yeah, like, that's the that's what started it. And then just, you know, every, all of the, I guess all of the different intricacies of the, those movies where it was very simple so like as a child i got everything that was going on yeah because mm-hmm. you know granted when you have all these things going on yeah. you don't 
you don't need a big, deep, complicated plot. No. Just like, no. hey, there's a monster. We need to be saved. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> That's perfect. Pretty much exactly. It. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like, and and the film you chose is no exception. is Destroy All Monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A great one. Really, uh, I mean, especially because we love Godzilla vs. Monster Zero so much on this podcast. We also, I mean, it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to not love this one, too, yes. because it's pretty similar. But yeah. with all the monsters, yeah. which is great, um, and so so why don't we uh, why don't we d- jump into like what did you, what did you guys think? We all watched this. I watched dubs. Did we all watch dubs? dubs one, yeah. It was hard to find the subs on this one because it's been ma- remastered so many times. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so I guess we all watched dubs. We all which watched was dubs. Delight. Although I did find an HD quality version uh, that were that I have on the screen in the background now that looks really nice. Oh yeah, of the dubs, I found yeah. that one too on archives. Yeah. That, on wow. archives, yeah. This guy. It was Red Menace is the name of the mm-hmm. guy. Uh, he deserves a shout out. This guy remastered this HD version. And that was also why I watched the dubs. And maybe it was the same for you. Or I was like, oh, this guy yeah. like really remastered it. And it's really good. I may, I was like, I have to watch this because I haven't seen such a high quality version ever yeah. of this film. And it was spectacular. So shout out to Red Menace, whoever you are. Uh, wow. Like, I mean, fucking professional level. Very um, clean, very, very cool. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, so the movie itself, I absolutely enjoyed. This comes directly from the Godzilla vs. Monster Zero era. It's the same mm-hmm. style of filmmaking, the same style of UFOs. Um, the, you know. the plot's pretty similar. It's not, ter- <laughs> not terribly different. <laughs> it's basically uh, the WrestleMania of monster movies. Oh, yes. It is no- It is pure nonsense at some point. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, there's just a reporter, uh, like almost yeah, like a got- referee. Like a- <laughs> Referee. Oh, up from the bushes, literally. Yeah, is like I'm going to turn up the volume so you can hear the monsters. Yeah, so oh. you can hear the mayhem. Yeah, seriously, it was like watching uh what a wrestling match uh-huh. because yeah. he's just commenting on everything. It's like, all right, he's going to attack. What will happen next? I'm thinking that Godzilla might attack first. Oh, no. It could be Rodan. Rodan has arrived. What's going to happen now? It is like, really? Like, is that, it's like he's having full conversation discussion with himself. It's so, it's so <laughs> great. And I mean, and right from the start, I, I this is, uh, I, right from the start, I mean, it's just so great. And they like, they put the monsters up top, they let you know that they're all going to be there. Uh, monsters that sometimes you forget about. Sometimes, and you're like, "Oh yeah, Amanda, yeah, right, yeah, forgot about that one." Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, so it came out in 1968. Uh, it was it was double billed with a reissue of Atragon, and uh, it's directed by Ishiro Honda, mm-hmm. uh, produced by Tanaka, and uh, we have our same... This was also the one of the first times where uh, our old old man, uh, Suburaya, there it is, mm-hmm. uh, our SFX guy, he's too old, too ill at this point. So uh-huh. this is this is the first time that uh, Arikawa took over and really led the team with all of these uh, with all these effects. Now I'm pulling that from our uh, favorite book, A Critical History and Filmography of Toho's Godzilla series by David Collat. Make sure to check it out. It's a great book. Uh, and and there's some really cool stuff about this. This is one of the few movies they didn't really u- reuse. They didn't use a lot of old footage. They yeah. reuse footage very much. Uh, it's really interesting, and it was very brightly shot too. Every scene yeah. was beautiful. Like I, it was fun to watch. I like sunny days. I like to see the yeah. you know the sunny 
very clear, no fog, no fog of war. I'd like to see that. Yeah. And the sixties, like the the mm-hmm. that perfect aesthetic that we love. Yes. And the miniatures, best use of miniatures, I'm gonna say. Yeah, because when I was watching it, I was just seeing like just like the, the buildings and miniature cities and how they did everything. It was so like, oh, no, for this being 1968, this looks pretty good. Pretty good. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Now, Even when things were getting destroyed, it was like, all right, yeah, and this this doesn't look cheesy. No, it looks good, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Haley, you might be uh, touching on this, but I looked up some interesting tidbits about the writer for this movie. Oh, yeah? Kimura, yeah, check this out. So Kimura considered the screenplay for Ishiro Honda's Matango to be his best work, and he considered all of his scripts from Frankenstein versus Baragon onward to be merely work for hire. Oh, wow. This was uh-huh. the masterpiece. To, well, no, not this one. He, oh, he this? this was one of them that he considered a work for hire. Yeah. Oh, right. The, the, okay, yeah, got, yeah, got uh-huh. now I'm with you. Okay. To express his dismissive view of his later work, he started writing under the pseudonym Karu Mabuchi, which he chose the name Karu to project an image of anonymity because it can be either male or female. And that's how he's billed on this movie as oh Karu God. Mabuchi. Yeah, I'm looking at hmm. it right now. Uh-huh. Holy crap. And Kimura was known for having a dark and gloomy personality, and he was reportedly never very close to any of his fellow Toho employees. He died from a throat obstruction in his Tokyo apartment in 1988. So he choked to death alone? Yeah, he choked alone. Oh, <laughs> how man. How sad is that? Oh, wow. he that's, hate- that's rough. He was like he's he's a real artist. Like he yeah. hated all his work, and this is and then and and slowly withdrew from society, and then just choked to death alone in his then dark apartment. Then <laughs> gloomy cast alone. So sad. Whoa! Yeah. Wow. But that's a that's, that's super wild. Sad. That's right? Like, I had no idea that that his name was a, a pseudonym. Yeah. That his his or her name. Built, yeah. yeah his or her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is really fucking interesting. Yeah. I mean, and. I, and I and I feel feel like it also just fits into like the mystique and the like the the lore of the this era because this is also this is kind of the last of an era like a lot of people say this is kind of the last film of of the greatest era yeah. uh, of of Godzilla films and it, because they kind of it didn't it didn't make as much money no every film progressively was making less money right and this was the last one where they were like this is really good but it didn't do well which is also sad like there's a bittersweet thing to the whole thing i believe godzilla versus monster zero did something like 3.4 million yeah 3.8 or 3.8 million japanese viewers uh uh-huh and then the movie immediately after that was um, 3.4. Yeah, 3.4. And then this got like 2.4 or something It's 2.6. Like yeah, 2.6, yeah. It went, went 3.8 for for Ghidorah or for Monster Zero. Uh, sea Monster, 3.4. And Son of Godzilla, 2.5. And Destroy All Monsters came up a tick, but only 2.6. 2.6, so yeah. It's just too bad. It's it like, is. oh, man. Um, I also... So, Son of Godzilla. So I was, this is such a bizarre movie for them to release because it is literally like all the top billing monsters in one movie. So you're thinking, what the heck's going on? Yeah. And I'll tell you, because I read that, and you're probably going to touch on this too, Haley, but it says, per the waning popularity of the Godzilla series, special effects director Satamasa Arikawa noted that Toho were going to potentially end the Godzilla series yeah. as producer Tanaka figured that all the ideas had just run out. <laughs> yeah, that's what he, he figured this was going to be their last glorious outing. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, I, and I quote, this last glorious outing. Uh, and, and, it's, and actually, Gamera was the thing that stopped it from 
completely the series itself from completely dying. Really? Yeah, Gamera, I guess, pointed to a new direction. Because it, like Gamera gave like a resurgence to yes, to yeah, yeah, to monster, movies. yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, from what I understand from this book. Yeah, just like a new source of ideas and new source of oh, okay, we can make new stories right. with this. A like, new have angle. Another ne- okay. Nemesis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, let's keeping that in mind. Then let's jump on. Let's jump forward in time. To 1999, <laughs> where people live on the moon. <laughs> I, I, I love the eternally optimistic view of movies oh, back yeah. in the, uh, the back in the 60s. The future is very bright. Oh yeah, and <laughs> we've done all of this in the last 20 years. In 30 years, we're going to go to the moon. And, you know, yeah, there's gonna, exactly. There's going to be like a moon base there, and all and all this, <laughs> and it's like. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, instead, people are going to panic that they didn't update their computers to turn over to 2000. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. No, we didn't get to the moon, but we definitely all freaked out that Costco would go down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, 20 years later, it's like, from, like, now that it's 2019. Oh, yeah. No, there's there's no chance there's going to be a moon base mm-hmm. no. anytime soon. Yeah, I, I just wrote a treatment that takes place like 100 years in the future, and I was like, and technology is still kind of shitty, just like it is like from 1950 to 2000. Like, what did we get, really? We yeah. got computers are cool and VR. That's about it. Yeah, I guess this may be 40-year spurts. Like, okay, 40 years, we create a bunch of stuff. And then just coast for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that could be it. So, hey, who knows? Me. Maybe in another 40 years, there will be a, an island be that has a bunch of monsters Monsterland. or, or Monsterland. dinosaurs, all well, this stuff I would stuff be a fan there. with it. By the way, I do think that there is some really, if you're watching this film for the first time, give it a look with an eye towards Jurassic Park. I, I really feel like Steven Spielberg watched this and pulled some shots. Yeah, I was... really feel that way. There are some certain tensions that were created in this, like um, uh, uh, moments of tension that I really feel like he, if I could talk to Steven Spielberg right now, I'd ask him if he watched this because it really feels like he pulled stuff or if it's just parallel thinking. Well, Haley, we know that, uh, you know, continuity in the Godzilla universe. Uh, Steven Spielberg is the son of a Navy oh, officer yeah, from, right. from King Gidder. You'll tell your son about it. <laughs> Mr. Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> in Godzilla versus King Ghidorah, 1991, they take credit for Steven Spielberg. <laughs> when they go back in time, please listen to that episode with Ryan yeah. Hitchcock yeah. for more. Uh, so it's so it's 1999. The United Nations Science Committee has put all of Earth's monsters on Monster Island, and it's it's monitored. It's kept in good shape, monitored with little TVs. Yeah. By an underground control center, and then they all the science they are like make sure that they're happy and secure. They show they they're like and there's the the monsters are allowed to do whatever they want. And all you see the Rodan, they could eat. yeah, all yeah. the food they can eat. We see Rodan go catch a fish and a dolphin. Yeah, it's a dolphin. He catches a giant dolphin. Either that or it's a tuna. I'm not sure, but I thought he was like that. We were just seeing the dolphin go by. It's like some Japanese placement about being like, it's okay to kill dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Just don't catch them in nets. Just, you know. But Let if it's, Rodan get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, you know, I control the numbers. I thought it was just a big fish. 
but that makes a lot more sense that we saw the dolphin swimming and he caught a dolphin. Right. Uh, and then we, we get to this underground center, which is a, a really excellent miniature. We see Manila. We see all of the all of the monsters on the monitors and these people are like Godzilla. Everybody's just kind of acting out on their monitors, by the way. They're like, yeah. get down a little bit. Yeah. Godzilla's like kind of yelling at nothing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Godzilla does. Yeah, he's just having a good time. Yeah, he's just shaking his fist at the at the sky exactly. for no reason, really. And then we have a cool, then we have cool, diversely staffed science committee area, mm-hmm. uh, and and everything's going well, and uh, and then suddenly a cloud of knockout gas comes in one day, <laughs> but. I think we, ta- we there's a girl that talks to her boyfriend first. Oh, right? that's right. Yeah, yeah. So we get, oh, we yeah. get so first. This, is, this is the first clip I brought in from the movie. Uh, we get a long distance phone call, and first yeah, of all, long distance phone call from the, the moon. moon. <laughs> <laughs> what I when I heard the long distance phone call first, I'm like, wow, that's anachronistic. Who who even considers long distance a thing anymore? Because right. we just have cell phones, but um, it's it's a, obviously a thing here, and it's ex- extra expensive from the moon. And here's the clip. Kyoko Manabe, a long-distance call, is waiting for you on panel number four. Go ahead. <laughs> Hi. Well, it's Katsuo. Where are you? I'm at the moon base. What? This phone call costs a lot. Oh? <laughs> 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 uh, that's good. It does cost a it lot. It costs a lot. You better like me as much as I like you. Yeah. This is costing me a pretty bit. Also, how close are these people that she doesn't know he's on the moon? <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah, you know, exactly. if there, it doesn't seem like there's any kind of, oh, this is all top secret yeah. and security clearance and this, that, and the other. Like, they work for the same place. Yeah, they work for the, like, I feel like maybe they could be on the level with each other instead. She's like, oh, you went to the moon? Like, right. Like, oh, you're calling from 7-Eleven? <laughs> yeah, just like. Who else do you think you're? Where else do you think a call like this is coming in from? Yeah, like, exactly. I, and it, so it's her boyfriend Katsuo, who is played by uh, played by Akira Kubo, who's the inventor Invasion of the Astro Monster. Oh. Who was also was my babe of the movie then. He's a great he's babe of the movie now. He's a great actor. <laughs> he has he has a very expressive face. I he like does, to see. Great. I like to see his concern. Like he has a good furrowed brow. Uh, but uh, right after the phone call, basically, is when we see the knockout gas. Yeah, knockout and, gas coming in hot. Yeah, and the di- and the um, the monster. I almost called them dinosaurs. What a fool! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> idiot, stupid. Boo. That's that's man. the type of faux pas I would seriously beat myself up about after the show. Like, Big fool calls God you a, a I dinosaur. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. <laughs> you better internalize that. Yeah. So the monsters immediately start. Going haywire. Going nuts. Then we go to basically like the UN, like some kind of command center where they're observing, they're monitoring this. Yeah, this is the UN Science Committee, I think, is still like, this is, these people work in the center and then they have a base somewhere else. So like, which essentially it's like fifty Japanese people and one British guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is the same in the little center. There's like one concerned middle aged white lady that always comes in and looks at stuff and goes, hmm, okay. Yeah, and like then you, walks off. Yeah, it's like it's required. Like we need someone, be, and they have to be British because, of course, you have a British accent. Yeah, it old British adds a little more authority man to you with a cummerbund. Honestly, I think they just got whatever expat they could find. Uh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But this guy was great. He uh, he seemed very Mary Poppins and his. 
Yeah, yeah, he definitely did. He was like an old. He was like an old blustery. Yeah. Brit. That's like. I say. It seems that the monsters are revolting. Very much like that. Very much like a British marble mouth. Uh, <laughs> my word. Yeah, it was very much like that. And then we go to one of my favorite scenes in the movie where the monsters are attacking all the cities on Earth. So and- great. And the accents they use for each city are hilarious. I brought in Moscow yes, and I brought please. in Paris. Here's Moscow. Listen to this. This is Radio Moscow reporting. <laughs> Rodan has suddenly attacked Moscow. It's Rodan. The attack started at 11 o'clock. And now he is destroying everything in the city. <laughs> everything in the city is destroyed. Classic Russian accent. Uh, and here's Paris. And Paris is my favorite. Listen to this, listen to this French accent. Listen to this. This is Paris! 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 Give that man an Oscar. My baguette. <laughs> <laughs> it's such just the like when Americans will think of a French accent, they go directly to to that. Yeah, to that, that type is of style. Oh, it's like really. Oh, Le Paris is on fire! <laughs> <laughs> I was listening so closely for a Sacre Bleu. Sacre <laughs> Bleu. Oh non, Le Arc de Triomphe. Oh non. Oh non. 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 Oh, no, no, no. Pepe Le Pew will not like this. Oh, man. Oh, so I was waiting for others. It was so, yeah. Also, uh, there's a, uh, a uh, an error in the dub here where uh, they say that uh, Baragon is destroying Paris, but it's Gorosaurus. Right. And that's good. that's in a, a full error. I, I went and confirmed it. I was like, because I got confused and I then I looked it up. Too. Yeah, so that's why. So I was wondering why Baragon wasn't more in this movie because you barely. Uh, I'll tell you why. Hmm. His suit, the suit was fucking falling apart. Really? Yeah, yeah. They said, (laughs) they said, according to my book, it says that. Uh, he says Baragon last spotted wrestling with the Frankenstein monster in 1965 uh, they were <laughs> they appear fleetingly so only the most attentive observer will catch them because the costumes deteriorated so badly they couldn't stand up to extended use wow so the Baragon suit when it threw a bunch of uh, alterations for uh, Superaya's Ultraman TV series and so they couldn't do they couldn't do they were like okay we can only do a cameo. He's supposed to attack Paris. <laughs> he can't do it. Gorosaurus has to come in. <laughs> Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. That is Baragon. Don't look too close. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so anyway, and then Godzilla takes on the big apple. That's what people That's sound right. like in New York, George. So Godzilla takes on New York. And the miniatures here look very much like Tokyo. Oh, yeah. 100%. It doesn't look like New York at all. Well, there is an Empire State Building in the middle. There is that. That's what they, they're like, just shove us Empire State Building. Just put that there, and it's like, we we know it's New York now. Yeah, that's it. But in every Godzilla movie from this era, the miniatures, they have this, like, weird, like, globe type of, um, I don't know, like an oil platform or something like that with, like, red and white on it, which is a very Japanese thing. Yeah. I don't see those in America. But 
for some reason, it's on the shore of New York, and Godzilla blows the fuck out of it. Oh, yeah. Cool, which is cool. Come on, come on, we're walking here. We're walking here, Godzilla. I brought it actually a, a line of dialogue when when Godzilla. This comes later in the movie, but when they when they see Godzilla again, it's just one of the funniest reads when they see Godzilla. So this. <laughs> oh no, Godzilla again! <laughs> it's like that, that's like what you would you would say if like you know just like an annoying neighbor came by. It's like oh not again! Oh not again! It's like oh no, here comes Godzilla again. It's just like, like maybe my we'll survive ex-wife. this time. <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, also, Mothra's terrorizing Beijing, and Manda, the big sea snakey thing. Like a dragon, isn't it? Like a dragon. Like attacks a chi- a Chinese, London. Yeah, like a Chinese dragon. Sea dragon. Yeah. Sea dragon. So yeah. it is a sea snake dragon. Which is a really cool monster. I don't yeah, think it's... Yeah, yeah. must have just been hard to control. Well, I bet, because like, you could tell that that one was the hardest one to puppet. Yeah, and it was also kind of weird that, you know, he's a big sea snake. Nowhere is he ever in water. <laughs> yeah, he's just doing his thing. Right. Just, you know, <laughs> he's breaking trees. You know, he's chilling out on the rocks, you know, just, yeah. you know, just relaxing, minding his own business with his tiny little feet. Yeah, they gave it. So they, they, uh, they had to re- refurbish the prop for that uh, and and do some small models. So he must have just been kind of tough to puppet. This whole movie must have been bonkers to shoot with that oh, many 100%. puppets, that, that many people on set, all these uh, giant monsters everywhere, everyone in suits constantly having to be oh taken care of. Oh, my God. I know. And, and they were all there. They're all like that. I mean, it's just like the, the cast list is just like. Godzilla portrayed by Haru Nakajima, Manila portrayed by Lil Man Machan, Ghidorah portrayed by Susumu Utsumi, Rodan portrayed by Turu Turu Nigaki, uh, and Anguirus portrayed by Hiroshi Sekila. It's like that's just everybody partying in the same place that's this whole nuts. time. It's fucking bananas. Can you imagine the the drinks they had afterwards, like going out? After after shoots, yes, they did. I mean, like did. oh. they didn't just ice themselves because of like. I mean, those two hundred oh, no. pound suits yeah. where they like the only drinks they were having were straight up water. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, with these big suits, they're hot under the lights. I mean, everything in this movie was shot sun in the sunny <laughs> sunny areas. Yeah, so it's, it's not like not uh, hot and... you know, there's no darkness, there's no fog. Well, and Royce and other ones they've done like we found. Uh, we always do a little extra research on the suit work, and uh, we found on some of the other ones there was like they just would push him underwater and make him breathe with an iron lung and stuff yeah. like that. Where they're just like just fucking with this poor guy. It's, they're kind of just seeing how far they can push it. Pyrotechnics uh, yeah. and smoke and everything. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh yeah, that's right. It started to get too hot there because the suit lit on fire at one yeah. point. I mean, it's just fucking wild. So, yeah. um, so. Um, Monsterland, uh, uh, they, Monsterland is, the communications have stopped. It's very, very unnerving. And so the UNSC, the, 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 the science committee, they send Katsuo, a guy that called long distance, and the crew of the Moonlight, SY3, to, they are like, get off of the moon. You guys need to get off the moon, go down to Monsterland. It's a simple hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah. Figure out what's going on. We're yeah. making daily moon missions anyway. Come anyway, back to Earth. Yeah, come on down. Everybody going to the moon. Like the, the, you know, it's it's like a train. So they come down there and they uh they find that the island's all fucked up, the monsters are gone, 
and they go into the research base and they find the staff alive, but everybody's acting a little strange. A little weird here. What's going on? A little fishy. A little fishy. Oh, also, is this where... Uh, oh, no, I, she hasn't come in yet. It's, we haven't seen the queen come in. We just saw everybody get knocked out, right? Yeah, That's right. all we've seen so far. Yeah. Okay. I can't. When when the queen comes up, we have to play her line of dialogue, or she's because uh, she's my favorite person, oh. the Kilak Queen. <laughs> there she is. She's up on our screen right now. Oh God, I love her. So, uh, so they research everybody. They and then suddenly. Um, the people that are working that are clearly brainwashed uh, introduce them to a group of fabulous women in silver robes with hoods. I was like, I want this cape. I want the hood. I want the whole goddamn thing. They're basically, what you need to know is that these women are all dressed like Liza Minnelli going through a phase. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically really? it. I yeah. like, hello. It's Charlotte. like if, you know, the infamous Michael Jackson glove covered their entire bodies just that's a great description yes that's exactly it yeah super sparkly having a great time and then she's like she lets them know with her sweet cat eye makeup that she represents the kelax and they're like we're sticking our claim on earth we've used mind control to control all of the monster land staff and the monsters they're everybody's our servant and then she says one of my favorite fucking lines in this might be my favorite line of the whole movie do you have it george uh i can pull it up but what's the what's the line it is i've been waiting for you Mm -hmm. Maybe it's after that. Just keep playing it for a minute. Okay. See if we can find it. Yeah. I like you to know that I am not your enemy. It is my dream to build a new scientific civilization on Earth with the help of you people. You've just you destroyed people. some of our major cities. <laughs> now, who are you? What do you mean, you people? <laughs> Why don't you let her finish her story? Listen, yeah. Kyoko. In order to build this scientific civilization, we have to sacrifice some lives. What's that? Where are you from? Keelock. Keelock? From outer space. <laughs> there are many small planets moving between Mars and Jupiter. Uh, so, George was going to pull up this clip that I wanted, and he couldn't find it on all of his takes from his dub. We think that there's two different dubs. Yes. And, and that's, but this person remastered both of them. Or something because I I watched the remastered one. I have it right up here. So this is just an interesting an interesting take from somebody. So I did read in the Amer- when they localize it to America, they took out two scenes. One was oh. yeah, one was uh, a reaction of Manila, uh, the son of Godzilla, when Anguirus was dropped, and you cut to Manila and he like puts both his hand. He does like a double face palm, like oh. <laughs> Yeah. He does like a Psyduck? Yeah. <laughs> that was like one of the scenes they that cut. And, and the version that I watched had that in it. So I wonder if mm. I just watched like a dub of the Japanese version. You might have. And then yeah. I watched the American dub because I don't remember seeing him freak out. Ah, interesting. There, so that, are, there are two different dubs. Ah, thank you, Royce. Yes. Yeah, so there's one that um, that was was released on 
on VHS in 98 from ADV Films that features English dub dialogue from Toho's own international version of the film. Mm. In 2011, Tokyo Shock released the film on DVD and Blu-ray, and there there was a different export dub, you know, as part okay, of that. Okay, so then that's that. Yeah. Thank you, Roy. So that's Thank that's you. what happened. Okay, great. So so uh my my favorite line is I can just play it into the yeah. thing. Yeah. My favorite line comes from when she introduces herself our like Liza Minnelli, Liza Minnelli alien comes in and introduces herself and she says this. I heard say nobody has anything to fear from us. But we are going to control you now. <laughs> nobody has anything to fear from us. Well, we are going to control you now. <laughs> I mm-hmm. love it. And also I love so this is like a this uh, entire alien race is populated by women uh, in cool in cool shiny Liza Minnelli robes and I also love that like the guy starts questioning her and this is across both dubs he starts questioning her and that the other girl who's brainwashed goes let her finish her story yeah and mm-hmm. was like, <laughs> all right okay ladies and then he just kind of calls her out too he's like not now, or he says something, and yeah. then he just like continues. It's like this weird moment it's a where very it's like, weird moment. It's like, are they married? <laughs> right? Like, this, is, this is really uncomfortable. She's like, I went and got a bunch of my girlfriends, and they say you're no good. So, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, uh, wait a minute. Have you been in these conversations before with these people? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so silly. And so, so she says that you guys got to r- surrender immediately, or you're gonna, we're, or lives will be lost. There's, and I think in my dub, she goes, or we'll have to murder some. That's right. That's, that, yeah. Just, well, in, she in, says the word murder. Oh, in your dub? In, in, yeah, in, she says murder. In the dub I heard, she said that uh, lives need to be sacrificed. Yeah, I think she actually says, or oh, some will be murdered. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so she's... Yamabi, who are uh, our hunk of the movie, uh, and his men, they were like, we're not going to shoot at the Kilax. Um and or they're going to they are going to shoot at the Kelax. They open fire, but then the Kelax are defended by a force field. They're just ahead of them at every turn, and so very smug by the yeah, way. Yeah, oh, that very yeah. smug. These ladies are smug. I kind of love these. It like honestly, it feels like some cra- like they come from the planet of brunch. Audience love that ladies one. Fucking. Tang threw back a couple of mimosas and we're like, you know what we should do? Fuck up Earth. Let's just fuck it up. They're just a bunch of mean brunch girls. Yeah, they're mean brunch (laughs) girls. They came down to be like, you'll be our slaves or lives will be fucking lost. (laughs) Uh, So I I love them. And honestly, and actually our book comments on how uh, he has a really interesting take on how like our our hometown girl that gets brainwashed and then later restored in a horrible way, uh, she returns to being just a fretful lady. And and then he uh, like basically he talks about in the book how women of agency basically are always aliens in these couple of movies because they're like, well, well, interesting women that save the day. They're not from this planet. They're no. not the well, Earthlings. couldn't exist. Yeah, except for in uh, in Abira and stuff. But he, it's really funny because, uh, and I want to quote him because he's pretty funny at this. Um, quote, evidently the filmmakers find something about self-confidence, courage, and intelligence incompatible with being a real human female. No human. 
<laughs> no human. No, no human. I love it. And then, I mean, you have Dio in the sea monster that does, she does cool shit, but I just, I thought the way he wrote that, that made me laugh pretty hard. It's kind of a funny parallel. I've seen this meme floating around where, um, you know, there's this tendency in the History Channel and uh, people in, uh, just in popular culture that anytime you go to an ancient civilization where they have like pyramids or the Aztec pyramids and all these like old ruins, they're like, no, how could they have done that? This ancient technology couldn't have existed. It must be aliens. Yes, <laughs> right. always aliens. Anytime, yeah, aliens. anytime it's another civilization, it's like aliens. Aliens. They didn't. They, those are, <laughs> the Mayans. Those people didn't come up with shit. No. The aliens came down, put it together for them because they're a bunch of dumb dumbs. <laughs> like mm-hmm. what? It's so ridiculous. And so these guys, these guys uh, escape with Doctor Otani. Uh, who has been one of the brainwashed dudes. Right. They, they get out of there. There's a, a firefight to get out. And they find a creepy transmitter. Mm-hmm. They, they basically do like a little bit of surgery, find a little transmitter behind his ear that yes. they remove, and it looks like a little pee, like a BB. Right. Yes. And, you know, the whole thing about that that surgery, you know, to find that, you know, first first of all, you know, we can we talk about how this person even died in the first place right <laughs> like, like like the find finding that little little bb was like okay all right well let's figure out how how this person died should do autopsy oh look there's a little you know there's kind of like a a weird big yeah, like, like stretch big, of big. bump yeah there. like holy co- but also i want to take a step back because we didn't talk about how dr otani dies yes Dr. Otani oh, gets yeah. brought to the base, and they're like, we need to figure this out, Dr. Yoshida and Yamabe, and he's like, doesn't tell anything, and then while they're talking in another room, he just walks to the window and jumps out and has one of the best, <laughs> the best, <laughs> the best death screams, slash, I don't know, just, you guys, we'll post the clip, so too, I, I have it, I, you know, put a meme on it or something and already tweeted it, but can, can we play the sound from it, George? Yeah. <laughs> of Dr. Otani's jump out the window all right here's the audio oh he opens the window one more time one more time all right, here it is. <laughs> one more time over the top it's also if he's committing suicide and he's brainwashed why does he scream going down like wouldn't you just be committed to it instead he like gets out there right it would just be a fall like I like that scream much more than even just the Wilhelm scream. Like, yeah, yeah that, too. I want fantastic. this more. Like, yeah! that, that is great. But he also that, falls just like a little doll. Yeah, yeah. it's like a dummy. Face yeah. down on the sand and rocks. There's no blood. Mm-mm. No. You know when they do the autopsy, you know there's some bruising. You know you got guys that have cotton balls. You know it's kind of oh, soaking up what little blood there is. It's like, so is he alive? Maybe. Or, you know, did he survive because he had this alien thing? No, of course not. Nope, not at all. So then what proceeds to happen to is the most insane shootout around this corpse. And people keep trying to, like, drag the corpse around. And you're not even (laughs) sure. I'm thinking, like, is he alive? No, he's just a corpse at this point. And they're just dragging him. They're shooting him. Now, I also mean And they're hiding behind, like, 
rocks, but it's like the rocks should not be giving the cover that they allegedly are. Like nobody hits each other. Um, we also skipped ahead, uh, but ju- this is a 28 minutes into the movie that we're watching this uh, this weird corpse scene. But right before that is one of my favorite death scenes I've seen in any movie anywhere of any time. It's oh. at 24, 24 minutes, 33 seconds in. I got to show you guys this because this is such a gifable moment. This movie has several of them. Several. The, so the suicide one uh, out the window is hilarious and they need to do something with it. But here's this one too at 24, 33. Check this out. Okay. Oh, yes. This guy gets shot right in the forehead. Good. He goes, <laughs> he crosses. Yes, his I'm eyes so cross. glad his eyes okay. cross and he puffs up his cheeks like, go, 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 go. Oh. And it just looks down, just like, I'm just going to slowly. Oh, yeah, yeah. The side. And here, here it is again. This is, I, I love this so much. It's, it's almost as bad as that. Uh, oh, I love it so much. Yeah, okay, here it is. Right in the forehead. Bam. Oh. Oh, well, like, <laughs> also we definitely did have different dubs because i wrote that at 2259 oh so, and I, I wrote guy gets shot and goes down like he has indigestion <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely. i mean i'm honestly amazed that anyone got hit because it's clear that everyone in this movie went to the uh the old G.I. Joe cartoon school of yeah. shooting. Yes. Oh, I know. They can't. Nobody no can one each other. ever gets hit. Only the vehicles. And it, it's like there they're are these little yeah. rocks that are standing behind. Most of them are off to the side of it. And they're just shooting. Yeah. No aiming. And they're then, just shooting. And just like, just like a true mean girl, the queen of the brunch ladies just fades into the background after causing massive destruction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just goes, I'm out. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to leave this here for you. Mic drop. Yep. You think they call themselves the brunch bitches? The, we're the brunch <laughs> bitches, and we're here to say, <laughs> we're going to bring Earth to our heel every day. They're so catty. They're just they're so, I mean, mm, honestly. Just mean. Yeah, that's it. That's like, why did they even bother controlling the monsters? They could have just made us all feel like shit about our clothing choices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know what's funny, too, is is um this also is, is kind of a projection of humans and how they perceive themselves in this era because it's presumed anytime they say oh it's from outer space the the assumption the context is or the subtext is that it's superior anytime Mm. it comes from outer space it's automatically superior automatically monsters are better their technology is better everything is better because they come from space they don't even have to explain why it's assumed it's just assumed yeah make a lot that when they came from the bottom of the sea sea topia that (laughs) was That was a tough one to buy. Yeah, <laughs> but if they had come from uh, if they had come from the s- space, it would have made more sense. Uh, so now the world the world is uh, is under attack. The Kelaks established a, a base under the like near Mount Fuji, and then they're like, we're going to attack Tokyo next. So uh, that unleashes Godzilla, Rodan, Mothra, and Manda at to- Tokyo at the same time, and and it's. They have like a weird comment where they're like, do, "Do the other cities know how they got how much they got away with by not being attacked?" Yeah, like they make some they like lament in some weird way how they're like, "Well, fuck, Tokyo got it." Yeah, and and Tokyo gets it hard. Like oh, like yeah. Rodan, they get Rodan, yeah. Godzilla, and Mothra at the same time. Mm-hmm. Which by the way, oh, some green screen, early green screen getting used too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which didn't look too bad, uh, yeah, honestly, no. because uh, you saw way worse green screen later on. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. 
But uh, I did like that, uh, the, you know, kudos to Mothra for surviving a movie. Yeah, uh, girl. This is one of the first, <laughs> yeah, one of the few movies Mothra didn't die. <laughs> yeah, she did. Mothra hung in there, didn't, she didn't yeah. have to sacrifice herself. But also only in Cocoon form, or uh, uh, larva larva form. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Larva form. Um, well, you know, yeah, <laughs> Mothra held it together this time. Good for you, Mothra. You didn't have to be such a martyr. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the and they're the red and white oil derricks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is great. And so, and like, yeah, Rodan's just like fucking supersonicing a bunch of shit. It, it, it's great. This it's- is this is. I will say this too about Rodan's costume. This is an era of Rodan where he looks like um, he's got weird legs. Like his legs, <laughs> his legs are like human legs. And then there's Rodan. It's like, come on, guys. don't leg shame him. <laughs> it's not his leg fault. Shaming. Hashtag don't don't leg shame Rodan. Look, uh, if Rodan tweet us the pictures of your legs in solidarity with Rodan's legs. <laughs> Said it. For body tweet, positivity. Tweet them zero underscore <laughs> Godzilla on Twitter. <laughs> But it, look, if Rodan was buying a pair of pants, he'd be chopping at the big and tall. That's all I'm go. saying. Okay, all right. You think he has chunky legs? He has just long legs. Wow, he's a leggy boy. Hashtag don't body shame Rodan again. Send hashtag those tweets. I oh, yeah, I stand with Rodan. Show those legs. <laughs> Let's make Rodan feel good. Um, as he kicks the shit out of Tokyo. Uh, well, Godzilla does like a spin kick somewhere in here. It's very cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Uh, but so, then the UNSC, I'm just going to keep saying the UNSC now because I don't want to keep saying United Nations Science Committee. Uh, they manage it. They get Kyoko the girl. And this is fucked up. Yeah. She's like at this place. And the guy, instead of... He realizes that, you know, they've realized from Dr. Otari that these, that these metal things are controlling them, these bugs, if you will, that are, and, and they're in her earrings. Mm-hmm. For her, it's in her earrings. Yeah. And this is classic. I was like, the, this is the most classic, like, just like a dude that doesn't, that's like, yeah. uh, doesn't know women at all, doesn't it? That's me. It's like, what you can, <laughs> you know what I gotta, he r- attacks her. And rips out the earring, yep. just pulls him down. Just like, holy shit! Okay, worst case scenario, what you could have done if she was gonna fight like a fucking banshee is maybe like knock her out and then pull the earrings out instead of ripping, ripping. her earrings f- as she bleeds. Yeah, and then faints. It was so fucking violent and bizarre. I was like, holy shit! That was insane. And so, so like he. <laughs> He rips one of them. The other one just kind of nicely, you know, pulls off. No, the just no, blood they're both, from that. They rip both. Yeah, oh, yeah. Both. I thought she was only bleeding from one ear. No, no, he, she, both. Oh. He rips both of them. He rips one, and she fades, and then he's like, "Yeah." So, 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 see, I wanted to have this conversation with you, Haley, because yes. I was thinking, like, I was thinking, like, well, I know there's a better way to do it, but I'm not sure because, like. Go! I'm like, yeah, well, I guess I got to tear these right out of her ear. Oh, my God. You guys are not merged to our ears when they're in there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But here's where I would differ from the scientists. Okay. The scientists who ripped them out of her (laughs) earlobes is I would pull. If I if I happen to, like, rip one out and I'd see her ear gushing blood, I'd I'd, I'd I'd scratch my head and be like, hmm, 
there must be another way that girls remove earrings there without causing them to bleed, bleed <laughs> profusely and, and, every time. And so right. for the second earring, I would, I would kind of examine it and think, maybe I did something wrong, and there's a better way to remove the earring. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> yeah. exactly. They don't, they don't evaluate shit. But also, I'd like to shout, I'd, I'd like to give a little kudos and a shout out to those brunch bitches mm. for using, for, for using stylish fucking earrings as a way to control everybody. Get it, girls? Mm. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> That'd be funny if they were like so progressive. They they just assumed that men were all, like old men wear big jeweled earrings in this yeah, era. Yeah, they're like, come <laughs> so, on, guys. So like the guys were like, <laughs> what's real 1999? In sync is there? Technically, <laughs> in sync is existing at the same time. That's right, 1999. So, yeah. this is, yes. I think, yeah, yeah. Good for them to assume. You know, why couldn't we be under their control? Yeah. You know, maybe this was a better way to live. Super fucked of them to not uh, go back in time and stop the 1993 World Trade Center bombing, the precursor. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we were on, I was on a podcast the other day. We talked about, apparently this guy wrote, the guy that wrote Forrest Gump wrote Gump & Co. The next year, he like turned out this thing fast. And, go, and Gump like is there for the Oklahoma City bombing and stuff oh, really? like that. What? I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's on the Doughboys podcast. That's Shout nuts. out to them, Mike Mitchell's podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mike Mitchell, yeah. The, the, the Haley, you were just on that uh, podcast. Yeah, I was on that podcast. I ate the Impossible Whopper. Ooh. Everybody, it is delicious. Like, this is, if there, there is no better time to start cutting back your meat consumption than when the Amazon rainforest is on fire. Yeah. Imagine that being like the kaiju... <laughs> Kaiju in real life destroying the lungs of the planet. So just uh, eating a possible Whopper is delicious. It really was. Uh, I I will try it at some point, but I do want to say that now also might be a good time to take our J take. Oh yeah, let's do our J take. Jay, Jay really liked this one. I know he watched it yesterday. He curled up with a cup of tea and a little flannel blankie and said, "I'm Jay. I'm gonna watch this movie." Well, let's hear what uh, what Jay had to say. Here he is. Hey, this is Jay with uh, my one-minute take of uh, like in a Godzilla house Destroy now. All Monsters. Um, yeah, this was so. Um, comparing this to the most recent one that came out is pretty hilarious. Obviously, just because of the uh, um, the the special effects and stuff. But mm, that being yeah. said, um, Haley's made me watch a lot of Godzilla <laughs> films, and this one had amazing miniatures, which I always yeah, talk about. I knew Jay would want it. That. Had. Uh, uh, actually really good editing um, I was really surprised with that and it had a really uh, it had some really good shot compositions <laughs> so um, uh, moving from that uh, there were some really crazy scenes like when that guy jumped out the window uh, that was nuts um, and then also when um, Ghidorah was just getting like whomped by all the the monsters I, I hadn't seen um, the spider monster before. That guy was pretty scary. Oh, hey, okay, it's uh, my one minute's up. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Ended on all that right, spider bye. monster. Thank yeah. you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. Jay, the audience loves you. Oh, the audience they loves love him. Jay. Loves Jay. Uh, and also, they did call it the spider in this one instead of his name. What's it, Kamoji? Kimo- yeah, uh, Kumonga. Kumonga. That's right, Kumonga. Instead of the the proper name Kumonga, uh, they called him the spider monster. <laughs> they called him something else in my dub, but they didn't call him Kumonga. 
Like yeah. I think they called him Munga or something. Oh, I don't they know. just called him like yeah, something else. Yeah. Um, but uh, also, uh, Jay, Jay, that was I completely agree with Jay's take here. Uh, and yeah. and uh, that's right, Jay. I'll make you watch more. And uh, I we also Let. forgot because this was showing in the background the earring scene. They do this really funny as he rips out the first earring. There's this big pan shot across all these other guys just watching him do it. Like oh my. God, yeah. <laughs> like, did you? Just, oh my God! Look at his face. He's, he's got this, he's this insane, like, psychotic face. A fucking psycho. And Maybe we're better under the brunch ladies. Because it's weird. This is the second time in a movie that he's just run up and just tried to shake someone. Yes. Uh, because you know he tried to do that to the queen earlier, but and then just got shocked by the force field. Yeah. And it's just like. Do you think this is a good idea just to run up on someone and just like literally try to shake the shit out just of them? Just shake the shit out of them. fucking nuts. She struggles so hard to get away from this madman who's ripping, ripping these earrings earring out. And the from pan her... across of everyone and, going, and holy by the way, fuck. The first one is horrible. And, and so as he pulls it out, her ears is literally just dripping blood down blood. her neck. And then the second one... They get in even closer, and as he pulls it out, if you look closely, her earring, like it looks like the lobe had some fake skin or something on it because it yeah. snaps back yeah. as he pulls it. Look, look, as he pulls it out right here, it snaps yeah. back, and he holds it up like a proud boy. Yeah, like, look what like, I got. so proud I of I found himself. the transistors. It's like, bro. You- and then the, everybody takes pictures of him and forgets this woman bleeding on the ground. It's right. just fucking insane. Talk about access to the press. There's like, at least like 30 members yeah, of the press like, in oh this room. Oh my God, look at that. Everyone's like literally stepping on her body. Uh, and then, so, and so then, then, then we get like a rather jarring uh, change of pace where we go to, for, by the way, just so you know, uh, uh, this troop from the SY3 is generally dressed like Devo. Yeah. <laughs> like the entire time they're dressed in these yellow suits. Like a mustard Devo. Yeah, a mustard Devo. <laughs> yeah. I think that's important for you to know. And then they go, like, we go to this, um, we go to like an island or, or, or something like that where there's like a guy, oh, a village. So this guy finds, an old man finds like a device in a rock. And that's, they, they figure out that that's, the that's the, what the yeah. Kilax, the, the brunch ladies are using. Right, how they're controlling the monsters. right. And so, uh, and they're like, oh, that could be really useful. But they find all these devices around the world. So they've been, they have, and then the the UNSC learns that the Kelax have been, they've started broadcasting their signals directly from a base underneath the moon surface. Mm-hmm. None other than the place we started with a long distance call, wow. the moon surface. Sounds like uh, sounds like General Fuckface shouldn't have ordered them to come back to Earth, huh? Yeah, it seems mm-hmm. like it. You guys should stroll on down from the moon down to Monsterland, uh, and so they go. They go on this crazy mission to the moon. By the way, does and while there was a battle going of all the monsters near Mount Fuji, which is a cool battle, lots of miniatures, very cool. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but um, does Anguirus in this movie look like he has like? Uh... What's that eye thing where like a qu- cart- like, like, cataracts? Cataracts. Yeah. Does he have yeah, cataracts? He does, he does look like he has cataracts. Uh, Angrius is Anguirus, a pretty rough shape here. I know, but you know, Angrius is like the fucking hero of the movie. Later, yeah, he, he's like he's like Godzilla's trusty dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is like right. He's just kind of his bud. Remember in Godzilla uh, raids again when he fights Angrius? Or no, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Fucking yeah, yeah. Godzilla versus Mecha. Have you seen that one, uh, Royce? The Godzilla versus no, Mecha Godzilla. So the original. Um, 
when, when they're not sure what's going on with Godzilla, he's acting erratically. And at some point, he attacks Anguirus, and they're like, he would never do that. Anguirus is his friend. Yes. And he breaks his jaw. <laughs> Like, yes. he straight up, like, brutalizes. Ang- Anguirus is drinking through a straw for the rest of his life. <laughs> it's so... <laughs> it's, a... <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. It's like, a rough Anguirus scene. gets his, his jaw wired shut. Yeah. That's that. And so... <laughs> so these guys get into... um, They, they get into this fight. Uh, they get, like... They get into this fight with the Kelax controller devices that they, they and and the Kelax revert to their these sluggy metallicy things and that's what yeah. their real form are so they're not Weird. they're just like brunch bitches like metal they're real snot. some metal slugs underneath yeah. um and but then they find out that low temperature is no good for them right they're yeah, like low temperature that's, right. that's their weakness so they they have the weakness that Godzilla's had in the past they 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 like being in in high temperatures just like those ladies like they will not let the ac be on no you know how that's got they just they run hot yeah they want it to be nice and balmy you know so that they can have cool mimosas exactly that's right and so and then they have like i love this because the guys um the guys naturally are like, well, we need to get to their base, which is under Mount Fuji, right? It's like, yes. yeah. And they're like, we got to get in there. And they get they get to them. And the, the lady goes, this is one of my favorite conversations. The lady goes, uh, I think we know why why you're here. And he's they're like, you do? And they're like, you wanted to see our base of operations. And the guy goes, how did you know? It's <laughs> 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 like, well, I mean, wow. No Basic inference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, might seem to be a good place to start since yeah. you're controlling. I mean, maybe we do deserve to be conquered. Maybe these, like, man is too dumb to rule this place. I mean, we need the Kelax. Hey, they can put bases on the moon, but they don't know why they're at an yeah, enemy base. It's like showing up to a McDonald's and the worker saying, I know why you're here. Really? Why? You want food. What? How did you know? Wow, I didn't even know that I wanted food. This is this is insane. What? Fuck, this person's reading my fucking mind. Well, do you do you have any? Well, yes. Yeah, we this do. Is McDonald's, sir. <laughs> what would you like? I love it. And so then, but then they the Kelax are uh and the earth monsters all all arrive because we the U, UNSC has has taken back uh control of the monsters, right? Yeah. They they figured it out. They figured out how to how to run it for themselves, and they and they have them all at the base, and they're like, "Fuck up the base, fuck right. up their base." But then the Kelax are like, "Uh uh-uh, oh, we had a little something else in our back pocket." King Ghidorah, King Ghidorah, bitches. Which, by the way, um, for an all-out brawl, King Ghidorah did all right. You know, like he, he held okay. his own for a minute, you know, yeah. for a minute. But King Ghidorah, even King Ghidorah at one point like looked at the camera as like, "Come on." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a little wink. Yeah, he like looked directly at the camera like really mugging the shot and he's like, "Guys, this is going to be tough." <laughs> this is n- this is nuts. Like at most he kind of stomps on Anguirus a little yeah. bit. He does. He stomps on it and I was like, "Isn't that spiking into his feet though?" Too? That's what yeah. I was wondering. It's yeah. like is he has very good uh, heels, but then I thought about I thought <laughs> about heels, the physics. Heels. I, I thought about the physics of standing on Ingress's back, and I was like, it'd probably be like a bed of nails. Probably wouldn't. Oh uh, yeah, hurt like that it much. wouldn't per- permeate. Yeah. yeah, okay. Maybe that's why he right, stayed there a while because you figure he was up there. Ghidorah 
has flown around for a while, his feet might hurt. So this would be good massage and whatnot. A little acupuncture, a little reflexology. Yeah, exactly. Although, although, uh, to continue my trend of of leg shaming, Ghidorah's got (laughs) got, got, some cankles. So maybe it's like... Holy fucking mm, mm, shit. Mm. Royce, are you hearing what is happening? He's, uh, he's I, Hashtag I stand with Ghidorah. <laughs> Send your pictures of your cankles. Right. I'm I'm honestly very surprised that he hasn't talked about Manda yet. Yeah, really. Manda's, and I, here's George talking about, oh, uh, Manda's just one big fat leg. Oh, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> a one big fat leg with those little teeny tiny. Holy are those even legs? Or are they? Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, it's like, oh, Manda needs to get a pedicure. Look at those nails. Like, you know what? It's just, if Manda uh, and Rodan had a baby and they averaged their legs, they'd have normal legs. <laughs> Twitter is going to eat you a oh, fucking lot. Ah, uh, canceled. <laughs> Royce yeah, canceled. canceled. Royce uh, thought he was coming on a uh, forward-thinking podcast. No. Uh, and boy, okay, well, hashtag, I, is, hashtag yeah. I, I stand with Rodan, hashtag I stand with Ghidorah, hashtag uh, thick with two C's. <laughs> um, so they go and attack that Ghidorah comes in and and Guiris is like, this is my fucking time to shine. This is it. I, he basically goes, I love you, Godzilla! Yeah, and he, bites Gator. He Leroy Jenkins this Leroy battle. Leroy Jenkins. And Guiris just runs in, and everyone's kind of, I'm I'm kind of like rolling my eyes. I'm like, and Guiris, you're going to get killed again. Yeah, like, oh, buddy. Yeah, he's Your like, God just you know, healed. You can't he do did this. draw first blood, so we, yeah. we can we can give he him did, that. He did, but you were like, oh, God, Godzilla had a plan. And, oh. and Guiris just went, and Anguirus holds on as Gator takes off. And then Gator bites Anguirus on the neck, and then he throws him to the ground, and then stomps on him he just stomps his fucking face into the fucking dirt oh man it's tough it's tough but then you know he shakes it off he ran his battle he actually he shows that he's okay yeah he does all right yeah he, he does okay yeah he, uh, he pulls it together at the end but uh yeah this so so very quickly um king Ghidorah yeah basically gets knocked on the ground and then just Hammered. He just uh, get yeah. Everybody absolutely. is taking a neck. Everybody's oh, he, like stomping on his legs, his wings. This is cankle. my favorite part to imagine the people in the suits because it's just like Wah! like everyone just bounce around. Godzilla grabs him from the back and like he yeah he like oh yeah Mothra and Kumonga both shoot their their silk at him, slowing him down. Godzilla starts pummeling him around. Son of Godzilla is celebrating. The fucking anarchy. Doing Jack. Can I just say that? He's yeah, doing it's Jack. doing Jack. Yeah, Until later, he does a little smoke oh. ring thing. There's like, Rodan with, with his fucking two-thirds of his body being legs. Uh, holy the- <laughs> shit. Mm. Mm. Holy Again shit. Again with the attacks. Yeah. <laughs> and Godzilla is choking out Ghidra from the back. Uh, and then, by the way, I sound like I feel like I'm the announcer now. But the, literally in this entire scene, there is an announcer there who's like announcer. calling it out. This is the guy we talked about at the beginning. Yeah. He yeah. pops up from the bushes and goes, "Oh my god, yachi machi, it's a melee!" And then he's like, "I'll turn up the. Do you have the? You have him? Yeah, I'm gonna try to pull okay. up this audio. Uh, yeah. Okay, I do have. I do have some dialogue of the reporter. Here's the, uh, the okay, line great, that we like. Listen to this. This is horrible. Listen to the monsters and their cries of horror and sudden death. Oh 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then he holds the mic out to get a be- some better audio of the yeah. Yeah, and he says, and "I'll turn it up." Sudden death. It's like <laughs> I'll turn it up. Sudden death sounds yeah. as opposed it. to you know normal. Also, Geeter has a mullet in this uh, one. Geeter's got some hair going on, yeah. and it, and I thought it was a beard at first, but it's a mullet. And then uh, the person, the the monster that has the. <laughs> They are coming up, the reporters. The monster that has like one of the most devastating hits is Gorosaurus, isn't it? He like kind of does like a a fucking kick. Yeah. He does, he does like a drop a, kick. Yeah. Yeah. He drop kicks him. And and that's kind of the victim. I mean, Godzilla's like, get back down here. And he's bleeding out. He pulls him down. And then Gorosaurus does like a yeah, jump kick and and fucks him up. Which is interesting. I was like, Gorosaurus coming in clutch. You know, uh, Ghidorah's doing some kidney shots to Godzilla. <laughs> Gorosaurus is, is the closest, I would say, to just being... A uh, dino. Plain old dinosaur. Plain old dinosaur. Take that, you dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> See, look at that fucking jump kicks his back. Yeah. Just... It's so fucking funny. Oh, and, and then they stomp and then, Okay, And this is, the, this is the scene. Neck. And Guirus gets back in. You dro- you dropped me. I'm chewing on your fucking neck. They're straight ah. up stomping them. Yeah, Godzilla you, yeah is exactly. Yeah. Talking Godzilla. shit. Oh, yeah. This felt like, okay, I, what I wrote in my notes is that this felt like a mafia hit. Did it not? Uh, yeah. Like a fucking it's, mafia so, hit. So I pause it at 118.47. This is the scene I'm talking about where Ghidorah looks at the camera and he's like, guys. Help. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you, help look at, look at, right, guys guys please, come, come on it's so true it's like you need you need a, oh yeah Godzilla starts fucking with his head it's this is where Gigan needed to come in and help out Ghidorah uh, his oh. tail is like if you feel bad for Ghidorah yeah I, I still wish we you know Bagan wasn't a Baganer uh, yeah I would have liked to see Baragon, it yeah, Baragon yeah, yeah, yeah Baragoner yeah, he, he just useless... kind of shows up oh here's this fucking smoke circle that goes weirdly right it's like he was playing ring toss yeah, yeah. It's, it's super weird like, what was that even supposed to do and that's what knocked him out really and that's mop- that was yeah, the finishing so blow so weird uh, still really good effects with the web in this from Mothra Absolutely. and Kamanga. Also, uh, Mothra causes some pretty hefty deaths. She like derails a train in Beijing earlier. Right, yeah. yeah, she's like she really fucks shit up. But B- Baragon, yeah, Baragon just you want. I I missed Baragon. I love Baragon. I love his design. But the reason is, yeah, he was apparently that suit was uh, on his left legs. Um, so I think we could probably describe this as mafioso in hit, very yeah. rather brutal, oh. uh, unforgiving. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they then they they uh, release a fire dragon, right? Which I kept having to go back because i was like what what's happening so the kelax the brunch bitches are like hell fucking no here comes a fire dragon Mm -hmm. uh and it comes in and it destroys the control devices on monster land so now the human nobody's controlling the monsters anymore so everyone's like well fuck oh no this is it but then godzilla steps up to the plate and he's like you know what i'm gonna fucking destroy this base yep he chooses. Godzilla uses his free will. <laughs> and then the guy goes, he knows who his natural enemies are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they know. They, they're able to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> he just, he like fucking kicks through. This is like Godzilla and his gang getting out of fucking control. This this could be in any mafia movie. This is in Casino. Like Godzilla's just going fucking nuts, burying Ghidorah alive, watching as he gasps under the dirt flying on his head. Yeah. And then he goes over and he's like, what else can I 
fuck up. Mm-hmm. Godzilla is just horny just, with rage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he can't. The lines are crossed. He doesn't know where it is. And by the way, when he when he goes after their base, I like that he first he tries his fire breath and then he walks yeah. over and he just kicks it. He kicks it kicks open. It. And then uh, the, kicks it. the ladies inside, they're like, we're protected in our shield. And then he just kicks his fucking foot through. It's like, oh, yeah, are you protected? Are you my protected foot? now? And then they're like, no. oh, my God. No, and he, Godzilla's like in there. He gets up in there. He's yes. like he's like knee deep in their fucking and, base and hole. And it collapses the. He, and he's like, he's like, it's over. You ladies are mean. And it's like brunch. Brunch ended two hours ago. It's time to get out of here. Yeah, uh, get I know a it's all you can, Uber. I know it's all you can drink, but you've had your fill, ladies. Get out of here. Come on. And they they very quickly start to cower, except for the uh, the main except the main lady, the Liza. <laughs> yeah, she just feels sad. You know, Ghidorah's body is just on the ground, getting and it falls into around. the base falls and then into fucking the base. explodes. That's right. Mm-hmm. Shit really hits the fan. This is some really fun special effects. Yeah. So then the, the the ship, the Moonlight Sy three, chases the fire dragon and shoots it down. Things that, like I can see what they were doing here. They were like, oh, this is a new effect that we can do. Oh, a fire monster did it, but it wasn't to me. That wasn't successful. I was like, who, who the fuck cares? Like the fire monster thing. I was like, get, get out of the fucking way. I, I, this is weird. It's like the Kletex clearly didn't know much about strategy. Because wouldn't you have the quote unquote fire monster attack along with Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. I was like, do we need this? Okay. Uh, also, I like that you called them Kletex instead of Kelex. And I kind of want to keep that. The, <laughs> the Kletex. The Kletex. The Kletex. <laughs> the Kletex have come in. What's their special move? It's the Klit attack. The uh, Klit attack. It's, it's very the, It's sensitive. the avocado toast. <laughs> I love it. And then, so then they return the monster land. They return them to, to monster land to live their days in peace. Uh, and and then they do a Jurassic Park exit with a helicopter from the island. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is what I'm talking about. Yeah. they like the island, the helicopter. They go, they watch the the monsters live in peacefully. Godzilla takes his son out, and they uh, they roar and practically wave at the helicopter yeah. as it goes. And and uh, and what a beautiful sight as they have saved the day. Uh, and again, Manda is nowhere near the nope. water. Yeah, he's nobody. Just, Manda's just curled, hanging out, just curled around a tree, maybe yep. sunning himself on the rocks. You they, know. they absolutely were not going to put that another costume in water and risk ruining nope. another costume. Definitely not. A hundred percent. That's definitely what happened there. Um, although, you know, now knowing that, that Toho intended for this to be their last Godzilla movie, now you kind of know why they threw everything at it. Absolutely. Oh, there's Baragon right at the very end. You there's see a little, a he's just crawling. Yeah, he's just, he's reaching out as if he's doing some sort of an interpretive, like a, a contemporary dance move. Let's say yeah. a contemporary dance move on So You Think You Could Dance where the person claws out and then reaches out to the camera and baragon it baragon's like a bat is that right for our listeners that aren't got kind of like a bat head is he's, he's like if anguirus and a bat had a baby yeah he's oh and who's the guy at the end there's one dude where you barely saw him too and he just kind of floats up like a superman and i only saw him like oh yeah yeah, yeah who's that guy i he only flies straight up no, yeah yeah he flies like straight up like superman and i saw him one other point in the movie but i'm guessing another costume mishap uh here it is so we're seeing right after manda yeah manda's like kind of running Mon- out with, manda with legs. her oh my god <laughs> <laughs> just fucking okay, unbelievable right out so right after you see right at the very tail end of the movie right after you see rodan then you see who's that <laughs> what is that 
what the hell? It's like it's a, definitely a different distinct monster. Yeah. He's like, got a horn on his like, face. It's like you know, and bat wings, kind of. Like, not where Baragon. were you the last you know, hour and a half? Ba- of this? Yeah. Oh, he's Varon. Varon. I guess he's Varon. Varon. The what? the the. Yeah, is Veron? Did Veron do yeah, anything? Yeah, he in was this a movie? huge prehistoric. No, he just hung out. I think he just he he Moral was one support. of the ones that had the bad bad suit. Could we have not have more Veron instead of Gorosaurus? I guess he's part monitor lizard. Uh, yeah, he was just watching the fight. Yeah, cool. So Thanks, yeah, Veron. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess he. Uh, I guess he's Switzerland. <laughs> he's. Uh, <laughs> The villagers worship. They call him Baradagi Mountain God. Baradagi. Okay. Well. Well, that's what he is. Okay. He's 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 an instinct uh, of the extinct family Veranap Veranapu Veranopidae. You know, that's this it. is this is all made this up. It all, makes no difference. Uh. <laughs> uh, and uh, but yeah, so he flies up. Uh, he flies up in there, and um, yeah, it's a great fucking film. I I enjoyed this movie thoroughly. It was. Really? It's also nice to have. Uh, I always like when they have like female villains or something. It's just interesting. It was a very interesting villain thing. Also, that they were secretly metallic slugs. Why not? Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, and that passes the Bechdel test. It was. <laughs> It was a super fun movie. I really enjoyed it. I thought the miniatures were great. The monsters were great. It Agreed. was a lot of fun to watch. Um, goofy all over the place. And I read one of the reviews, like some of the critical reception of it, and they were criticizing it for the miniatures. They were like, uh, you know, it's not quite up to snuff with Flash Gordon. And then, oh, geez. Yeah. Like Suck Flash it. Gordon is, you know, the gold standard of miniatures. When people think of miniatures, they think of Flash Gordon. And then <laughs> and then they, they uh, also criticized that... Um, the human element wasn't as, as developed. I thought they did a pretty good job. And then they said that the monsters, there were like, uh, you know, all over the place and too much monsters and too much battle. Too and I'm, much. And I'm, I'm like, everything that you don't like about the movie is why I like this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Like, fuck you people. Yeah, it was uh, great. And and uh, a little fun trivia. Uh, let's see, I guess Manila is seen holding a giant shark on Monsterland in the beginning of the manga. There's a manga, 1968 manga adaptation uh, had a lot of and they they really put Baragon and, and Manda and Varan in there and uh, or at least for on I don't know whatever uh, but it's only one of two movies where Mothra doesn't have her Shobijin what is the her, her twins, oh the twins, the twins. yeah yeah, the yeah. Twins. well uh, so you know that makes sense maybe that's why Mothra survived this one the uh, Kamakuras <laughs> I guess are in this too but I think it's in like a, one blip of stock footage the huh. praying mantises oh yeah, yeah I guess yeah. and King Kong was on the poster in uh, France Belgium and Italy but and and uh, what about Perry uh, ah, Perry! Was King Kong oh, in Perry? Come to come, come watch destroy our monsters where you might see King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, and when it was when it was translated here and brought to America, uh, they they one of the I really like uh, learning about what they did for ad campaigns. They encouraged exterminators to participate in cooperative advertising with the slogan "We destroy all monsters too." But not the variety seen in Destroy All Monsters. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Please. Thanks like, to the book who here. Who is that targeting? Like, children? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're it's like, fucking insane. Mom, Dad, can you get that exterminator for our house? And also, do we have termites? Like, what? That's a bizarre <laughs> It's like, we destroy all monsters in your home. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that kind of covers it for this one. It was a really, it, I loved it. I'll watch it again anytime. Fun movie. Fun uh, movie indeed. So, unrelated, I, I have some voicemail. And oh, I say, you do? Yeah, I say unrelated because it is literally as unrelated as it could possibly get, but I have this uh, voicemail I'll play anyway. Here okay, great, great, great. Hey, guys. Big fan calling in here. I just wanted to know what you guys uh, think of the Israel-Palestine conflict. Which side do you take? Personally, I think Israel is the best. But <laughs> tell me what you guys think. Uh, big fan. Uh, bye. Wow. Great, wow. great voicemail. Great, great so, voicemail. Great question. So he knew what podcast he was calling. Oh, yeah. Right? Some have said. Yeah, some have yeah. said. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, been surmised. I think, well, to me, it's... Uh, I I, th- I think it's a storied history with many years behind it. Every time I ever bring it up to George, he says it's all about the gams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take. They're both my favorite. Here's because what Godzilla legs says. They're so good. Godzilla <laughs> 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 don't give a fuck. Godzilla uh, don't give a. He would destroy everybody equally. That's right. Uh, much. Yeah, Godzilla. Godzilla is an equal destroying. Uh, uh, equal. Opportunity destroyer. That's absolutely, what it is. Yeah. absolutely. Well, anyway, uh, Royce. So before we go, we should talk about what is your ideal kaiju. If you could visualize yourself as a kaiju, what would it be? What would, you, what would your powers be? What would it look like? Yeah. Okay. So first, yeah, I would. I definitely would be able to fly. Okay. For okay sure. Great. Cool. Yeah. So be able able to fly. Uh, something something modeled kind kind of after like after like a. Definitely like like a dragon esque type cool. kaiju. Mm-hmm. Uh, so dragon esque. You know, I have my you know I have my power of flight. Um, I have normal sized legs. George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, I'm on board. Wow. Okay, great. Good, I like good, this. Good, yes. good. Um, hashtag I, same with Peter. Hashtag same with Peter. Hashtag no leg shaming. Hashtag no leg shaming. You know, I'd have that. Uh, be able. You know, be, of course, be able to breathe fire, but also be able to breathe to breathe out like kind of like a, a freeze breath. Oh, uh, nice! You could alternate. Yeah, double, could, double chambers. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Could <sighs> could alternate with that, but then, uh, but unlike a a lot of dragons, where it's pretty much like all wing, I would have you know fully functioning arms as well, like oh, mo- like normal okay. length. So wow. then, okay, I uh, like if this. It, I like this. This is kind of mm-hmm. like the harpies, maybe a little bit. Like a harpy right. has the wings, but they also clearly have good, good functionality with their exactly. Limbs. So yeah. you know, if I needed to get into a fist fight, I could. Oh, great! Love yeah, it. you know, I'll. You'll be able to do the, those sorts of things, and and, I, and, and I any uh, with the name name to this guy, the 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 name for this one, I would call it Shakara. I love Shakara. it, Shakara. Cool. Holy crap, that's amazing! Well, guys, uh, uh, please draw Shakara and tweet it to us at zero underscore Godzilla Z E R O underscore Godzilla. And Royce, where can people find you? Well, people can find me on Twitter at Royce Shockley. Awesome. That's R O Y C E S H O C K L E Y. You also run the Color Collective, which I is do. something I'm a part of. It's a sketch group that focuses on diverse voices and and funny from all angles. Exactly, and you can find us on Instagram at Color Collective Comedy uh, to find out when we have shows, to see videos, clips, all of that sort of thing, and. 
Yeah, the, the, those are the two easiest places to find. Yeah, me. excellent, great. And then again, you can find find us at at zero underscore Godzilla, and I'm at Haley Mancini. I'm at Maddox Rules, and until next time, I'm George. I'm Haley. I've invited you here to discuss something that's very important. <laughs>